Hey everybody, hello again and welcome to another episode of How Do You Mix Things Up? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is episode 10 of the show where we put peanut butter in your chocolate, or is it chocolate in your peanut butter? butter? I don't know. We take things that you might not necessarily think about mashing up and mash them up with the help of our guests. Yes, for sure. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. One thing before I came to the studio, Mm. uh, found out that, and this is sort of my little mix in today, Yeah. uh, my dad is going to start being an uber driver whoa yes uh he came to the front door mm-hmm. looking for scissors which i'm not sure if how many not people mix front of... doors and scissors but oh, okay. that, that happens um and he was cutting out the uber mm. symbol mm-hmm. and i jokingly said like dad like are you ubering and he's like yeah and i'm just waiting for my uh, carry bag so i could start doing uber eats and i was like oh wait oh, no he's you're, actually you're doing, doing it oh, okay, okay. Um, I gave that a, a sarcastic story. Yeah, no, 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 no. Super excited. Which then I started like thinking, like right now, mm-hmm. the house is outside of the Baltimore Dundalk area right. of Uber Eats. But it's like, if I fake it and he gets to pick it up, like, could that work? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to like mess with the system that he's the one picking it up. But right. I'll figure that out later. But yeah, so he's excited. Uh, his car got... Um, inspected this is about the closest that i've like personally been to somebody being an uber driver i have yeah. some co-workers that have tried it before sure. um he's going to try to get lyft which is always like oh, always pass it you know does lyft have a food offering not yet but i assume okay. they will yeah um but he we took a picture today mm-hmm. because his, the picture he had was super scary it was one of those pictures where it's like he's looking down at his phone and the phone's looking oh, yeah. up at him and it looks menacing. I was like, Did he like use the flash or didn't use the flash, oh, okay. but I was like, Okay, let's let's stand by this. So it's not quite like a horror film. No, but, but I was like, close. let's get some lighting in the background and how about mm-hmm. you smile? So people are like, I want this guy to pick me up. Yeah. And not like, I'm okay, X. So hmm. we did that. He's gonna start doing uh that today at three. Uh he's dropping my mom off oh, that's at very the, specific. All right. the book festival. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's working a booth there. And so he's then, making that happen. And he's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, the book festival actually reminds me uh, of my mix this week, which is the the book festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love it. It's been going on a few years. Uh, when I lived in Mount Vernon, it was always a great thing to go do when it was out there around the monument. This year, I'm very interested to see how they deal with the mix of books and being right there on the water. Yeah. They are just all the way around the harbor. Yep. And I don't know... Like I'm not a librarian mm-hmm. or or a materials science guy, but that seems like a lot of humidity oh, for yeah. all of those books. Like that, I don't know. That doesn't it doesn't seem good. No. So I'm really curious to see what happens. And hopefully the rain holds off because it looks it little, looks like it's yeah. going to rain for sure. So yeah, that can't be helpful then. either. Yeah, and I you know I'm not expecting disaster. Like no. I'm not going to unless it, we get some kind of a hurricane situation. We're not going to have just like pages all over downtown for the next week. But I can I can imagine like you set up your nice display, you get everything out there, then it sits all weekend, and you go to put your books back in the box, and like they don't quite fit, fit anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's like little changes because yeah. they've absorbed all this moisture. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but uh, you know that's what happens when you start thinking about stuff before you just do. Right. It. Yeah. Uh, I believe this is the second year it's been down there. Is it? So yeah, um, I guess it was successful year one down at the harbor. So this is okay. year two, and we'll see how that goes. 
Well, we can see how I've been mixing my attention with my inattention. Well, you know, it's okay. Because I I swear it was up in Mount Vernon. Maybe I'm mixing that up with something else. Maybe it's another book festival. Maybe. How many book festivals are there? Not enough. That's true. Well, great. So uh, speaking of mixing things uh, in fact instead of in thought, uh, I'm very excited about our guest. Yep. She's going to be a great person to, to speak with. Yeah, she's, uh, she's got an unusual combo for caretaking. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. It's time for the state finals of the 7-Eleven Slurpee Mixology Competition. Winners are chosen by you. Come sample these Slurpee concoctions that will blow your mind. Tickets are $10 at the door. Music provided by DJ Square Beats. $1 hot dogs! Be there to crown the Maryland flavor that goes to nationals in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The 7-Eleven Slurpee Mixology Competition. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome back. Jonathan, would you like to introduce our guest today? Yes. Um, She is by far uh, one of the most revolutionary minds of this generation. Um, She took two things that are huge in our lives, whether it be... uh, babysitting mm-hmm. or dog walking or dog sitting yep. even at that point two major challenges two major challenges for busy people and uh she has mixed those together to bring to the world the first ever pug and baby sitting location we have the ceo and creator of baby puddles callie hello callie hello how are you guys we're doing great know, thank yeah. you so much for being on thank the show thank you for having me it's an honor so I personally, I mean, I have a lot of questions and I'm very excited to uh, sort of explore like what is this Venn diagram, but let's start at the beginning. How did you get the idea for baby puddles? Um, so I, I'm obsessed with dogs, not just pugs. I don't discriminate against any dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, All dogs okay. are welcome. I used to re- be into pigs a lot Okay. and I really wanted a pig growing up, but my mom would never allow it. So I was 19 years old and I settled with a pug and she changed my life. She really did. And I know that sounds corny, but she's, she knows when I'm in a bad mood, like she just sits there and stares at me and admires me and it makes me feel good about myself. Um, And to top it off after that, my niece was born and I was just like, oh my gosh, babies are great. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've always been around babies and I've always loved babies. So I thought... Why wouldn't I channel all of my good stuff into something helpful for other people? That's great. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like uh, you were inspired in your own personal life to get this started. Yeah. Uh, what was your first experience like, like bringing these two worlds together? The first time I ever had a baby and a pug in my bed was when we were we were cuddling. I was babysitting and mm. the baby was, of course, crying for their mother and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really hard. But my dog, my dog Lola, my pug was there for me. And she kind of just calmed me. And mm. then she made me realize, like, you can do this. You can do anything you put your mind to. And then the baby was really calm. And I feel like they say that pugs are clowns. I don't even know the whole story behind it. But um, it sounds like there is a story. story. There. Yeah, definitely there, a story. There's a huge story. It's worth a Google, I think. Okay. okay. My dog basically just made the baby like so much more calmer that's kind of like a soother like you know some babies like to be swaddled some babies like to be pugged yeah when i was uh researching 
before we brought you on, I was looking at your website. It seems like a very meditative uh, state. And I, I guess it comes sort of from the idea that pugs and babies sort of co can cohabitate with each other and be in this meditative state. 100%. So yes. would you say that like maybe even possibly a bit of advice for new parents is get a pug beforehand? I would say totally get a pug beforehand because sometimes pugs can like completely turn your day around. And I'm not saying like talk you off the ledge, but like bring you back down <laughs> to your zen. Uh -huh. Yeah, just everything about them. They're super chill. Right. And they're very relaxing. It's almost like you're anti-drug. So Jonathan uh, brought up the website and your, your current facilities. So uh, just for our listeners, could you describe basically like compared to where you started, the, the, the one bed, bed the, yeah. the one child, the one pug, uh, where are you now with baby puddles? So I actually have a facility. There is the, the dog side and there is the baby side. And then in between is kind of like where we all come together. Mm -hmm. Um, all of my employees are well taken care of as well nice. as all of the babies and animals. It's, it's like Narnia, I feel like. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, my employees share the same love of napping as I do. Okay. So we have a nap room. Um, and it's actually pretty amazing because, I mean, who doesn't love a good nap? Right. Babies love naps. Yeah. Most adults love naps. I love naps. Yeah. And if you don't love naps, you're a liar. Mm. So. How do you feel the safety of all of the animals and babies are when the staff is napping? Is there like a people, good People nap in shifts. Okay. Yes. Good. Good. Um, and sometimes people can pass on their nap. They might have, they might just be like really into the day and they're like, mm -hmm. I don't even need a nap. Okay. And I mean, I have noticed that there are days when the room is not even used because the day is going so well and everyone's so well rested that they don't need the nap. So right, right. Oh. yeah, it's definitely not wasted, but it's, it's good to have. That's great. When you were designing this space and, and designing sort of like the pug side and the, the children's side. Were you thinking about this from like the experience of the child? Like, like what is it like to be uh, sort of dropped off in this space and and maybe see it as a normal daycare, and then to realize like, oh wait, there's a world of pugs over there. Um, I kind of feel like it's going to Disney every day for children, mm -hmm. minus the rides. Sure, right. like it's it's very like distracting because some children don't like to be separated from their families um i mean i used to be that same person sure or that same child but mm. um i think that it's it's like i said a good distraction and it's nice to see the kids not crying for their mommy mm. right um because a lot do and then the parents have a hard time and they're like can i just stay for a few hours no you need to go your right. child will be fine right there are pugs here pugs make everything better they're magical. And so, uh, same question, but from the other side, uh, what is it like, do you think, as a, a pug to be dropped off at Baby Puddles? And first to see so many of your kind, but then to also realize, like, there's a whole world of children over there waiting to play with me. So, um, I don't... It makes me nervous when pugs get too excited because they're actually not to, supposed to get that excited. Oh, okay. So, it can be... Um, there can be a happy medium of them getting excited, but then also calming down and seeing the kids and like just having that sense of 
safety and like someone to watch over and protect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what pugs like to do. They like to make everyone have a sense of safety and sort of just like a watchdog. Like they're Mm -hmm. definitely watchdogs. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're getting dropped off at work, Mm -hmm. but just getting paid in cuddles and love from the kids. Now, I I did see that you have a very large uh, outside space fenced off. Uh, do you feel that the children are spending more time out there or are the dogs spending more time out there? Um, it's it's a mixture. So a lot of the dogs are actually trained to go in a certain area of the, to go to the bathroom. So right. the kids aren't tracking right. the mess around. Oh, great. Um, yeah. yeah. So we do have someone on staff who is able to train the dogs. They need to go in their area. Mm-hmm. Um just so we don't have a mess like that. Right. But because we do spend a lot of time outside together when the weather is nice. Because right. when it's a code red day for just anyone, when it's so hot, I mean, it's 10 mm. times worse for that dog because of their nose and how it's pushed in. And it's hard for them to breathe. Right, right. Um, so we do try to get out when it is nice out. And I think that they love it. Like we have, um, we have like a little waterfall fountain that we like to play with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like motion censored. So it shoots up water and the dogs love it surprisingly some dogs don't like it and the kids love it even more do you feel that the kids sometimes get in over to the dog side occasionally and maybe get into their bowls and such um no we don't no that's never an issue good yeah that's good so some some parts of this don't mix oh yeah and that's that i guess was is my next question so um getting getting a doggy daycare you know, certified and up and running has a, a lot of hurdles oh. and then getting a, a human daycare up and running has a lot of hurdles. Yeah. What are some of the unique challenges you found in the middle where you're mixing those two? Sometimes it is hard for the kids to understand that they're a dog and, or that there are dogs there and uh, they need to be gentle with them. Mm. But that is like a big word in our vocabulary there. Be gentle, mm-hmm. um, just be kind because some dogs do like some people are very scared of having their kids up in their in the dog's face because right. you never know these days. I mean, you read horror stories about it on in the news, and I think it 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 can be a little stressful to a parent because they are worried that something might happen to their child when it comes to being with a dog. Right. Um, but we've never had an issue. Um, we are always there. Like, we never just leave the dogs with the children. Um, there's always course, someone yeah. around. We have enough staff members for every child and dog. There is a staff member. Or oh, wow. there might be three kids and two dogs or something like that. The ratios always match up. So there's never an issue. And if we ever see an issue happening all of our staff members are trained and know like when a do- they can see that a dog's being irritated, but it's never gotten to that point. We talked about the beginning and we, we talked about where you are now, uh, which is, I, I mean, it's a, it's a huge operation compared to one person sort of dog sitting uh, in, in their own home. Did you have any major hurdles along the way? Was there any pushback either from uh the dog lovers who are are dropping their dogs at your facility or from parents who were not sure how this was going to work? Um, I think that a lot of people thought it was really weird that this thing could possibly even exist. Like a lot of my friends said, why are you even doing this? This sounds so bizarre. Like, 
people can just drop their kids off at a daycare and their dogs can stay at home or their dogs can go to a doggy daycare. Like, why does it have to be together? Well, why not? Why, why can't they both coexist together and have fun and enjoy each other's company? Right. I mean, just because they're dogs doesn't mean they can't have a good day and have those good feelings and Mm -hmm. get tired out of daycare. Like you hear parents say, Oh, I hope my kid has a good day at daycare and gets worn out so they sleep good tonight Mm because I am tired. Well, these animals and these kids tire each other out. And I think that it's, it's good for them to have each other. And people don't realize that until they actually step foot into my facility and they see like, wow, this is a really great idea. Why didn't I think of it? I mean, I've definitely overcome some some things where it's like, okay, well, you're not going to be up to code on this because this is going to happen. Well, right. well, I got an answer for it all. Oh, Just that's good. yeah, like like I said, with the dogs, they go in a specific area. The kids mm-hmm. are not going to be subject to that at all. Right. They don't even have access to that area, and it gets cleaned every hour that the dogs are out there. Someone mm. is there cleaning it up, hosing it down. Right. Um. Yeah, and it's it's turf, so it actually dries quick. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and I could see that being a problem the other way as well, right? Yeah. Like the, with the children's bathroom needs. Oh, yeah. And the need to keep the animals out of there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, that is, that's, so there's, there's a, a diaper genie type of thing. Okay. Mm. You guys know what that is, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's actually bigger and mm-hmm. it actually kind of flushes it into a system okay. Ah, okay. that, our um not our septic but Mm -hmm. um the trash and everything it's kind of like a a good receptacle idea okay everything gets recycled so to speak okay and thrown away the dogs i mean the dogs will never even know it was there right yeah yeah but that that is sort of a specialized facility that's uh that's an interesting sort of need that goes along with this it was i mean it's very expensive um but we i believe that I've been um, very lucky to have mm. been, I've written um, letters and I've okay. received grants for this. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, a lot of people even believe that like it's almost a step up from just a regular daycare. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. great that they can have each other and rely on the stability of it all. One of, one of my favorite times when I was younger and even now mm. uh, is snack time and i just I, one of the things that I, as a parent would would have a concern here would be the mix-up of dog treats and human treats because sometimes they look the same sometimes uh you know you just want to try it like do you right do you make... some of those doggy treats look very yeah. good uh, like, i mean i've been in a pet smart oh yeah for sure tempting. and they even have like frosted dog treats oh, now right? which are like yeah. oh i just let me grab those um is this is it something that you've ever like come across do you make your own treats so that they sort of go hand in hand so actually i don't know if you are pet owners but yes sometimes dogs even though they can be wonderful can be very territorial over their food yes. Absolutely. um mm-hmm. so we actually do snacks and lunchtime separate okay mm-hmm. um just because we don't want anything to happen right and even have a mix-up to where the the child is feeding their grapes to a dog. Dogs can't eat grapes. They can't digest them. Right. So we actually, we thought about it. We were like, oh, let's have a picnic and they can all be together. And it's just not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Some things, yeah. 
it's not uh, something that we want to happen. Right. Right. Um, that and just a dog getting upset over a kid being near their food. Like you just yeah. never know what could don't, happen. Don't so we don't want to. No. Yeah, we don't even want to test that out. Okay. Now this facility has a lot going on. There's there's specialized equipment. There's a lot of do's and don'ts. What is the training regimen like for a new employee coming in? Like how how soon would they be expected to go from first day to like up and running? Um, well, a new employee, it's an extensive background check. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do a lot of shadowing. I want to say our last employee, she did two weeks of shadowing okay. before she was ever put into a situation where it was just her and three children and two dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to make sure our employees are comfortable and they know what they're doing. They know what they're seeing. We like to put them in situations where they're kind of tested mm-hmm. sure. Um, before they actually can even be in the position to right. be working. You want to see how they react one on where, where the stakes are, are not as high as they will be. Exactly. Yes. We like to have them ready and prepared before they're put into anything because I mean, it could be, a crazy lawsuit then you right. never know Absolutely, yeah. you just want to make sure that they are ready and willing and you don't ever want to put someone put someone's children or their animals right, in a right. position to where something happens yeah so. you certainly don't want any surprises no yeah especially the ones left by those dogs <laughs> well sounds like that's taken care of yeah Yes. Uh, great. Well, we're getting uh, close to our time here, but I did want to ask for um, parents that might be interested. Oh, yeah. And I guess we'll ask this on both sides. Yeah. Um, what is the wait time looking like to get their children into your facility? Sometimes there are parents that just want to drop their kids off for one day right. um, just because they want their kids to experience that. And they can't always afford to have them come for the five days, the Monday through Friday. And then there are some parents who just want to come and see what it's all about and enjoy the time that they have with their kids and with the dogs. So I would say the more staff we get, the more kids Mm. we can accept into our program and dogs as well. Um, But we do have quite a few dogs. I don't think we're going to be accepting any more dogs. Okay, that Um, was my next question. yeah. Yeah. So... We want we want everyone to be able to experience this, so we're actually so lucky to be able to open a new facility. Oh, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Where uh-huh. is it going to be located? Um, it's actually going to be located. So our first facility is located in the city, Baltimore okay. City. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actually opening one in Anne Arundel County. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we've had a lot of great feedback, and we've had so many people reach out to us and say, "We want a place like this by us." Right. Um. And we're fortunate enough to be able to open another facility. So, yeah, hopefully uh, everything will be up and running in maybe the fall of 2017. Nice. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, and it sounds like a lot of that growth is driven by the need for doggy care. Yeah. People don't want to leave their dogs alone at home all day. Right. It's hard for me when I leave Toby at home. Yeah. Like, he's, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Whatever it is, he's probably scared of it. Yeah, I can say, yeah. Poor Toby. Uh, if only he was a pug. It's true. You, you, get, you there. get on the waiting you list. You could get him a pug friend. Oh. Now that. Now that might be never idea. too late. He he does like to clown around sometimes. <laughs> there you go. They're punny. Jonathan, do you have any more questions? I just have one question. Yeah. Uh, it sort of popped up when you were talking about the trainer 
uh, for the dogs. Is there an education department within uh, your business right now? Are you mixing that in? So you have dog training. Are you going to have sort of... We are allowing our prospective employees to um, take some classes. They are at different veterinary hospitals and they are also... um, we have a, a program to where you can actually go to other daycares and just mm-hmm. see what it's like if you've okay. never worked with children. Um, and we actually pay for them to go. Okay. Yeah. So um, the classes, we we are hoping to start getting our own classes going okay. in the facility. Um, but right now we're just kind of thinking about it, throwing it up in the air to see what we can do if there's time and there's extra resources for okay. it. Callie, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a great time. Yeah, we're very excited to see that you have made this interesting mix work in the real world. Yeah. And it sounds very successful. So we wish you all the best with Baby Puddles. Thank yeah. you so much, guys. Thanks again. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Hey, listeners, how many times has this happened to you? You're scrolling through your iTunes podcast list and all you see are all these shows with structure and formats and complicated setups. Why, I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a podcast with two guys just shooting the breeze. Oh, this doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, Jonathan, I really... Like I want to go to this place. Yeah, no, I, I, I wish one Toby was a pug. Yeah, uh, too. I wish I had a child. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think at that point it's just going to be real weird just trying to go in there to oh, see what it's like. I, I think of it like all of those parks in New York City that are just like this is for kids. There's signs that are like adults can't be here right. unless you're accompanying children. And I'm like, that park looks really fun. Like, yeah, like can we just get the kids out of there right. and like have a like an adult swim? Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, to, to answer one of your questions, mm-hmm. uh, I think you were asking about education yes. and, and dog training mm-hmm. and I do see an education section here on the website okay. and it's, it's actually all co-teaching. Oh yeah. So the dogs are learning obedience wow, from, the... from the children. Right. Yeah. Who are learning obedience from the dogs. It's, that's great. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's wonderful. I love it. Next time. Yes. I'm very excited about this one. We're going to go on a little field trip. Yay. Yeah, we're going to go down to the Arundel Mills Mall. Okay. Uh, where Play some slots? Uh, well, that's an option. Okay. I won't be doing that. That's fine. Me neither. Uh, I don't like to mix gambling and business. That's true. You know, we may mix things on this show, but we don't mix everything. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be going to the first facility to... Because uh, you, you see this all the time. Restaurants turn into other businesses. Right. Like, things get cleaned out and, and turned over all the For time. For sure. This is an Applebee's in the mall okay. that has been converted into a laser tag facility. Oh. But 
it's still in Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so I'm very excited about this Let one. get those apps. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of fried food Ooh. and maybe some beers, and uh, we're just going to zap the shit out of one another. Because the thing we do mix is beer and fun. That's absolutely uh, right. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that for next great. time. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. This yeah. was, this was, was really, really good. good. I'm also, uh, I, I just want to let everybody know that there is a Baby Puddles puppy cam. It's pointed into the, the puppy side of things. So, yeah, I'll be watching that in yeah. the time between uh, now and next episode for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad it's not a kid cam. That would be also strange. No, that's, yeah, not okay. That's clearly against regulation. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some federal laws. Okay. Well, thanks, folks, for listening. This has been another episode of How Do You Mix Things Up. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, shaken, not stirred. We'll see you all next time. This episode of How Do You Mix Things Up was brought to you by 7-Eleven Mixology Championship. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and check us out there as well. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion. You can find us online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.